Today we actually decided we're going to talk about our best ways to get through a breakup, right? Well, I mean, that seems like a, a pretty solid place to start for breakups. You know, there's a fine line on it. You, know, you get broken up with. There's things that you do after that. There are. And one of those things, and I got I to gotta shout it out there because one of those things we do is share our digital passwords. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'm saying that because we happen to be very famous this week. No, I'm just kidding. We're not, like, super famous. But we had an article. I was... I was contacted by a reporter who was looking for exes who share digital passwords for streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, etc. Happens to turn out that that is something I am quite adept at. Uh, my ex-husband and I still share Netflix and Hulu. Ryan and I and Remy still share every single other streaming platform <laughs> that exists. So... Uh, we all pay for different platforms, and we hope by saying this, they don't shut off our accounts. But, but no, they're all paid. They're for. all paid for. We Everybody pay for them, all for. of them. But the wonderful Leanne Italy, she wrote an article for us, and or uh, not just about us, but about exes who share these digital passwords. And this thing got picked up by so many outlets. It's crazy. We have been in. The Washington Post, the New York Post, um, okay, Fox wait, wait. News, like, so like NPR. I hammer a nail into my head. I put a power drill in my face. He's I, a magician, by I the way. I actively escape from street jackets and run around from things. Okay, it doesn't matter, magician or not. These things are ridiculous. <laughs> and somehow, love and logins is how I made it into the Inquirer. Oh yeah, we were in the Inquirer. Like. Like, I never thought, first of all, who thought we'd be in the Inquirer? I'm I thought so Jerry, Springer, Jerry Springer before the Inquirer. I totally we, changed my promo. Did you? Did yeah, you? I yeah. added the Inquirer, like, instantly. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been really crazy. So I've had, I mean, I'm sure you guys have too. I've had friends who were like, oh, I was, like, I opened up my newspaper, and there you were, and, like, the Sun Sentinel and stuff. And, like, yeah. this is the gym totally I got recognized. Um, so this is our little 15 minutes of fame here, hopefully not our only 15 minutes of fame. Um... You know who said something funny about that statement? <clears throat> Daniel Tosh. He had, a, he had a funny quote about 15 minutes fame. He goes, first of all, Andy Warhol said this, and I don't think that he meant to be quoted for the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. Second of all, when he said 15 minutes of fame, that was like on average. So like, you won't get it, you won't get it, you'll get zero, you'll get zero, you'll get zero, I'll get a lifetime, zero, zero, <laughs> zero, zero. zero. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, well, we are we're having our fifteen minutes right now. Again, hopefully, like just a small. So yeah, I mean, hopefully we get a little longer than this. But that is how we got through our breakup: was we stayed friends, we shared things, mm -hmm. we shared we our logins to we, people close to each other. Yeah, we created a village. Like, like you have like your village of people. Like we're now like. I was thinking literally, we created a village. You're you're correct. Like, how literally. literally would we have created a village? Well, we want to. Like, buy houses. If you want to invest in our other. homes, let's do it. <laughs> we'd, li we'd like to create a community oh. of all of our friends. Um, and I guess that's, okay, so, like, how you get through the breakup, how you help your friends get through a breakup. Um, I know recently Remy went through a breakup. It's true. I did. 
Oh, so I don't know why adorable I and sad. I don't know why. That's the first time I've heard you make that noise, but it's adorable. Um, yeah, but you did. You just went through a breakup. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and I, I have my my procedure of going through things. So what do you do? I mean, I... Yeah, what are well, you doing right now? We know one of the things he does, right? Breakup. Video games. Mm-hmm. But what video game? What video game? So I, I like the comfort... Of old school video games, I grew up on Super Nintendo, so I went back Legend mm-hmm. of Zelda, Link to the Past. I pick a game, I go through it beginning to end. Is the, does the level of breakup, like the worse the breakup is, the farther back do you go? Are you like no. Atari at any point or something? No, it's, it's instinctually going with what game feels right. You know, like I think the breakup before <clears throat> was definitely gonna go back through the Batman games. You know, the whole Arkham series. I was like, let's, let's do that. Okay. The degree of the breakup is how long I game for. Okay. Not how ah, far back. So okay. it's not the game, it's the... Right, right. Like, this was like, you know, a Super Nintendo game. So, like, six hours. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, while other relationships were like, oh, I need four full modern-day video games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Fallout 4. Right, you know, where the game is limitless. Does that mean that I'm just never going to get over that? sad. I can't <laughs> use that metaphor anymore. Moving on. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, I, I turn to the things that I, I know will give me comfort that I can control. And that's a very important thing, is, is regaining that control of my life with me and without the other person in it. Do you have certain foods you turn to, like comfort foods or anything? Uh, recently, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, because I changed my diet recently to get rid of a lot of sugar. But I will say I definitely have, like, those moments mm-hmm. at night where I'm like, nope, I definitely want to get an Oreo cookie that is cooked inside of an M&M. <laughs> an <Okay>. Oreo cookie? <laughs> <laughs> that is baked inside of an M&M cookie. Oh. Yeah, Jeff yeah, okay. Baked Boca does that. Thank you. Recently, that helped. Okay. Nice. <laughs> nice plug. Uh, one of the <laughs> other things that I do is I try to do something nice for other people. Okay. Uh, I think that it takes that kind of negative feelings that you have and still puts it somewhere else, right? Because if, if the whole thing, at least for me, is that my love language is like giving love to somebody else. It's like sharing that. So now I have a space that I'm not doing that anymore. I'm getting frustrated because I have that love to give out, but I don't can't put it into the place that I want to. So I find ways to do it by putting it out to everywhere else. Nice. Huh? And how about you, Ryan, from your breakups? Like, what was your go-to? Man, last time I broke up with somebody was so long ago. It's been a while. <laughs> um... But my go-to would be also probably video games. Um, but I also played <laughs> poker on, like, digital poker. Oh, online poker. Yeah. Okay. 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 I did that. So was that, like, an expensive breakup for you, or is it not real um, money? Well, it wasn't It wasn't exactly real money, thankfully, mm-hmm. because I could get in a lot of trouble if I did use real money. But... It was not real money, and it was therapeutic, almost. Okay. What was the part that in, intrigued you the most about it? The not thinking about the breakup. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So that's the therapeutic part right there, and just yeah. kind of like, okay, see, you know, 
A pair of jacks come up on the flop. Oh, what breakup? What? <laughs> so. That's that funny. I spend sense. my time thinking. Like, I go back to games that I have already played to spend the time thinking about it. Because then the game is just, oh, I kind of don't remember this part, so I have to go through. But the most of the game is still muscle memory, right? Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. in those spots, I'm doing something while I can still kind of think about the relationship. So you guys both play video games. I typically do the same type of thing, but I watch movies. Um, but I have to watch a movie I've seen before. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily because I want to think about the breakup or not think about it, just because I can't follow a new movie. Like, my brain goes off into tangents and things, so I typically watch things I've seen before. What um, kind of movies, though? Anything so like, in particular? I, you know... Do you have a breakup movie? Do I have a breakup movie? I, I think I do. Um... I tend to I tend to watch House Sitter with Steve Martin and Goldie Hawn. I love that movie. There's like it, I don't know what it is about that one. It's like just it, that's my go-to like breakup movie. Well, when you say Steve Martin, forget it. Well, he's the best. Why do I associate? Oh, because Swingers is a breakup movie. Swingers no, is a breakup movie. Swingers is a solid breakup. That's one movie. of the best breakup movies. Definitely one of the best breakup movies. There's a lot of good breakup movies. There are actually like a ridiculously good amount of movies that either thing. begin with. That's my breakup sweet, movie. That's your breakup that's movie. That's my breakup. Like if I had a breakup movie, it's that. That's it. Why? I mean, I love that movie, but what is that? Uh, you know, there's no particular reason. I think one time I was playing one of those like truth or dare games, and somebody asked, "What was your breakup movie?" And I just watched it in a breakup, and I wanted that to be true. So I just kind of stuck with it, okay. and then I ended up, you know, putting it on. I haven't done that for this breakup. No? No. I always like, um, if we're talking about movies where, like, there's a like an actual breakup movie, Forgetting Sarah Marshall is one of my favorite, because like, he's just, he's naked, and she breaks up with him while he's naked, and then there's just him crying in the hotel room, which is hilarious. No, I mean, that sounds mean, but it's hilarious. Like, that's one of my favorite <laughs> Breakup movies, it's about a breakup. Saving Silverman? I forgot about that movie. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it. You haven't seen that movie? That's no. a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. We're going to hear that a lot. Yeah, it's a weird thing about Remy. Well, I've seen a lot of movies. You have seen a lot of movies, just not... I just haven't seen... Like the ones that everybody else has seen. Yeah. I saw Ghostbusters when I was 25. Yeah. You missed out on a lot of them, but yeah. I, you've probably seen what a else lot. Did I, say? I saw like Ferris Bueller's Day Off when I was like twenty eight. I watched Groundhog Day at like twenty nine. You just passed Groundhog. We you literally just, just passed it on there too. Did I? Yeah. We just watched a really good movie that was similar to Groundhog's Day. Um, the map of tiny, tiny perfect things. things, and it's basically like a guy who's stuck in a time loop, just like Groundhog's Day. And when it started, we're like. Okay, this is just like a rip-off of like Groundhog's Day or mm-hmm. Palm Springs, which is one of my favorite movies now. But I thought it was going to be a rip-off of it. But then he meets another girl who's also in a time loop. So it's him and this girl, and they're both in the same day over and over and over again. But not because like in Palm Springs where he shows, like, you know, I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. anything for anybody. But um, he meets this girl, and they're in this loop together. And it's more than like a romance movie or anything. It's it was really cute, so you should watch it. You won't unless somebody watches it with you. But add it to—he doesn't like to watch movies unless somebody watches it with him, which is an interesting quirk. You were gonna say odd. 
an odd quirk, an odd, wonderful thing about you. I would never be mean. I um, don't like to watch movies because, all right, ultimately when I watch a movie by myself, if I'm not the one that decided to watch it, like if somebody else recommended it to me, I can't keep focus on it by myself. And then I'll never remember that I watched that movie. But if I watch it with somebody, I share that experience and I have something to talk about it with. All right. Like, I just started Avatar The Last Airbender, not the other Avatar. Never the other Never the other Avatar. So weird things about being in a relationship with somebody is you sometimes have, like, these weird, like, things. And one of our things was simply that we were never going to watch the movie Avatar. I don't even know how that started, but we have a pact. Like, an actual pact. Like, not like a blood pact, but like... No, like, we shook hands. We shook hands. We did everything... Swore maybe, I don't know. We did everything shy of spitting on our hand and... and Right, because that's just weird. Yeah. Yeah, we're not, like, five. But, like, but we made a pact that we would never watch Avatar, and we have not, and we will not. It'll never happen. We'll watch the second one. I mean... If it comes out. Or the Airbender one. I know, it's a different thing, but... I just... So I happened to just look up. I didn't happen to stumble upon anything. Let's not pretend. I just Googled. My Google was listening. My Google. And I Googled to see what some of the top breakup movies were. And it is, they have an article from Cosmo. Because, you know, that is the queen of all things uh, relationship-wise as you're growing up and such. And they were talking about movies that get you through a breakup. But one of the ones that they mention in here, or movies about breakups, rather, Top breakup movies. 500 Days of Summer. Did you guys see this movie? No, I have not seen 500 Days of Summer. Please talk about it. No, like, listeners out there, if you have seen this movie, we need to unpack this movie. I need you all to message me. Send us a message on social. Let's talk about this. Because I love me some Zoe Deschanel. I love her. She's one of my favorite actresses. New Girl is one of my favorite shows. But I watched 500 Days of Summer, and I hated her so much. Kudos to her for the acting. Like, definitely solid performance there, Zoe. But um, I hated her. I hated her so much that I couldn't watch her in things for years. So, again, if you've seen this movie, let's talk about it, because that's one of the top ones on their list. And, man, it was a rough one for me. Um, up New also, Girl, however, is, like, her favorite. Oh, New Girl is my favorite. New Girl, If I mean, we will. <laughs> I will never have another breakup again. As far as, like, a love relationship and hopefully no friend breakups. And I own my company, so hopefully no work breakups. But um, the next, I mean, most definitely, um, New Girl would be a solid breakup show for me because it's my everything show. Um, It's my happy show, my sad show, my tired show, my sick show. Like, it's just, that's my go-to. Gilmore Girls has become that for me. Gilmore Girls. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. How about you, Ryan? Yours, what's your comfort show? <laughs> Friends. Friends, yeah. Okay. Good call. Good call. Yep, yep. Friends is bringing me some comfort recently. <laughs> Has it? Yeah. I yeah. saw the Margarita episode the other day. That's my favorite one. Margarita? That's, oh, well, that's a breakup, right. too. It's, it's after yeah. Ross and Charlie break up, and Rachel, oh, and Rachel and Joey start dating. No. Yeah, Rachel and Joey start dating, yeah. and Ross and Charlie are dating. And so then Ross decides to make fajitas and margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> and he's fine. <laughs> and they he's go over fine. there. And that's one of my absolute favorite friends episodes <laughs> of all time. Yeah. 
Um, well, so or what about like you know not to make this about friends, but what about you know eighteen pages from the okay back. wait that's true no they were that's on a break they were on <laughs> yeah. a break have you guys ever gotten or written like a super long breakup letter because I have I'm a, I write I write letters front and back I've probably given both of you guys like long ass letters that I've written probably I me probably eighth grade no um I. I can't even remember. No? Ah, oh, man, I owe you a letter. Heartfelt. Love. Wait, but I, no, you sent me letters. Sorry, hold on. You, I, I, you sent me letters, and I have replied to your letters when it's about us. Yeah. And it's, you know, but now it's like an email. And last time I sent you an inspiration, an, an inspirational letter, where I fall all inspired and in love, and I was like, I wanted to share it with you, was not recent, and I am at fault for that, but. Yeah, you owe me a letter. I Shit. remember yeah. used to having done that to you. Mm-hmm. I did get some good letters. So, I gotta go back. Please, I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, no, that was fine. I enjoyed watching that change. That was... <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely enjoyed that part. Are you big on writing letters in relationships or anything? I'm, I'm big on post-it notes. Post-it note, yeah? Like a good old post-it note breakup? No, no, not not for a breakup. In the relationship, I, I definitely do post-it notes. Um, but I feel like once you break up, you know, it's... So uh, you, unless something changes, you know, obviously, like, within that five days, unless something changes, you know, I, I think that everything that's said kind of needs to be said before you hang up the phone or leave each other, you know, like... I don't, I don't really leave anything to be un, unsaid. And I also don't like to leave anything to be left to interpretation. So if I say it to you by trying to convey it in the best words that I know possible with the tone that I have, or with the best tone that I can to reflect what it is I'm trying to say, I know that's the only way I can really express certain things. Well, that's why you don't like texting oh, also. God, he hate hates it. text message. And, like, I hate talking on the phone. You were, I think there's probably, I can count on one hand, how many people I'm willing to answer the phone for unless they're paying me to answer the phone like a client. Mm -hmm. You are one of them. Mm -hmm. Because I know how much you absolutely can't send text messaging because of the tone. So we we have created the exclamation point rule, which is sort of my thing with everybody. Was that ever, was that ever an issue for you too, though? When you should we tell people this? Because then if we get kidnapped... <laughs> That's true. All right, we, we will not tell you about the exclamation point. No, I don't know. I mean, I have tattooed on me. I don't think it's much of a secret. Oh, that's but like, that's so fair. I have I have a tattoo on my wrist of three exclamation points, and the reason for that is because I, me personally, I have anxiety. I always think that people are um, perhaps not saying things in the most positive of tones overall. Um, that is something that stresses me out quite a bit. So. The concept of adding three exclamation points to the end of a sentence denotes that you're saying it in a happy tone, and it's speaking with excitement or, um, you she know. She says three exclamation points. I say any number of exclamation points. One above I mean, three. more than one. More than one. More than two. Right. Above three. But two has worked <laughs> in the past. Two can work, but three is, in a pinch. Three is my thing. Two, um, you're playing with fire. Two, you're like, oh, this is borderline. Because one is like standard, yeah. like you could just be doing I like a fake I guess in all fairness, I normally send nine. Nine? I'm usually like, all right, go. 
This could be why you're getting broken up with. That's like psychotic. No, I'm just kidding. No, I only said that to you. I don't. Oh, I haven't dated anybody fine. long enough to give them that rule to begin with. Let's be honest here. Yeah, like, nine is fine, but I do like sometimes like we're in the middle of an argument and like we'll be fighting and we'll be like texting back and forth in the fighting or we'll say something and then afterwards like it's like three exclamation points which is like it's okay we're not fighting anymore this is fine like don't read it wrong so i do like the three exclamation yeah. point thing it comes in handy but again you have to be honest with it and that's the biggest thing that we say is that you can't send out that those three exclamation points and actually be mad you can't send out three exclamation points and then end up saying but the thing is, no. Right. Once you send the three exclamation points, you're done. That's so true. <laughs> like there, it is. Like that's like the stamp on it. Like you're like this. This is finished. The conversation is over. You're closing your window. Yeah, absolutely. And honesty, though, that's like we keep talking about communication, but I think honesty with everybody, including yourself. It, yes, a hundred percent. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be okay being honest with each other. I always say that. I don't know of, aside from, like, family and things like that, um, you guys are probably, like, the most honest relationships I have. Like, because we don't sugarcoat anything. I know that, Ryan, I know there has been times that you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that you and, you know, Remy just said that. That, it, oh, I, you were really mean when you said that to him. Or he was mean mm-hmm. saying that. And we're like, no, that wasn't mean. It was, just, it was honest. Mm-hmm. And that took a bit for you to get used to with us. Yeah. But now you're very honest and open with how you communicate as well with Remy and with me. And now we all, like, I feel like that's just the way it works. There's something that I've always said, and it's not the idea of sugarcoating something, but I hate when people use the phrase brutal honesty because they usually want to focus on being brutal, not on being honest. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the part you have to get rid of is don't use the word brutal. Just use the word honest. Meaning you're not trying to hurt the other person. You're not trying to say something in a mean or, you know, a way that's going to hurt them. You're trying to say whatever the truth is. And I think when you have a solidly good relationship, if it's a friend or it's a romantic relationship or anything, you're right. If you take out the brutal and you're just talking honesty, you're coming at it from a place of love. So if you're intaking that as the person who's receiving that honest feedback... And you're saying they're not saying this to be mean or to hurt me, but they're saying this because they love me. And even if this is somebody who has, is breaking up with you, there was love there. There was, there's always love. That's the foundation of why you were together in the first place, right? You hope, yep. you hope, sex, love, whatever, but you hope it's love. That they're, that even during that breakup, if you have a relationship where there's honesty in the relationship and you keep that communication honest through the breakup, then that's, it's amicable in the end. And you're able to walk away knowing that you didn't get nasty and you didn't bring it to a place of negativity, but it was always from a place of honesty. Yeah. You know what it helps, too? It helps me sleep at night. I'm sure. You know, it's one of those things that if you can be honest in in that sense, one thing that doesn't keep you up at night is the things that you didn't say. That's very true. You know, so mm-hmm. if you're eliminating those things, you know, if you're able to eliminate something that keeps you up or that it could keep you awake, I feel like that you're improving your behavior, maybe, somewhat. Hmm. That's very true. And that comes down to being self-aware with all of it, too. Yes. 
I mean, we're, again, we're not therapists. <laughs> we have no certification to walk you through any of this Zero. other than our own personal experience. No, but no, but back in our days, we actually talked about these things and like. We're old and wise. Old and wise. (laughs) And, like, you know, we had problems and we talked about them. And, you know, we either made up or not. But we talked about them. We didn't just walk away or left the other person high and dry. Like, Yeah, there was no ghosting. We didn't have ghosting back in the day. If you ghosted, you were a bitch. Like, that was just, it wasn't the norm. Okay, but also back in the day. You could just not call and they couldn't hunt you down. There was no social. But. Also, back in the day, we were in school. Like, you couldn't really ghost somebody in school. No, but even... Yeah, you had to be out in person. No, but I'm... All right, yes. But even out of school, when I was in, like, my 20s, let's say, right? You would meet somebody. You guys would text message back and forth. You would go on a couple of dates. And if you didn't like that person, one of two things would happen. Yeah, either they just would never call you again. I guess, yes, that that was ghosting. ghosting. But I... I don't feel like it was as prevalent for that to happen. Like, I feel like more often people were like, yeah, this just isn't working. Or you just never got the phone call in the first place. You didn't go on dates or date for six months, and then the person just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like is happening nowadays, is it's like, and I, yeah, if you guys have had this happen to you, like, write us, come to our help. website, go to thebestbreakupever.com and tell us about it, because I'm fascinated by ghosting in general and how common it's become. And I think that it just says a lot about our society, and I'm always interested in hearing people's stories of if they've ghosted, if they've been ghosted. There was a whole TV show about it. I watched that show. They brought those people back together. We're going to do the same with your breakups. You broke up with somebody. You want to talk to them. We'll bring you both on the show. We'll moderate. Both of you come on the show. We will moderate, and we can talk through your breakups. So, again, thebestbreakofever.com. You go on. There's a submission form. And tell us your story, because we want to hear about it. You want to break up on the Matter show? Matter of fact... Come break it, up on our show. No, go ahead. <laughs> was it, wasn't there a time where there was something called, like, a ghosting buster or something? Oh, uh, well, that was... Yeah, there was. I ran a website for a little while called ghostingbuster.com, and I help people write their dating oh. website. Yeah, their dating profiles. Because She I, did this for me, and it worked. I, I did this for a lot of people, and it did work. I'm glad it worked for you, sort of. She. I mean, we broke up, clearly, but... But, yeah, I um, definitely think that is one of my weird talents is I'm stupid good at writing other people's dating profiles. And that was that was a lot of fun. And I was hoping to stop people from ghosting one another because I think it's mean. Stop doing that, people. So, yeah, I find ghosting just to be despicable. I It's not something I've done that I can really think of. Um. But I'm sure there's, a, I mean, like, I can think of reasons I would ghost somebody. Um, there's nothing to that. There's no honor. There's no, it's coward. It is. But you can't think of any reason why you might ghost somebody. Like a total deal breaker that you're on a date with somebody and you're like, you go to the bathroom and sneak out a window. Yeah, but you got to go through it. You can't just. I mean, you gotta try to give hints to this person, like, hey, this isn't kind of working. Like, oh, you're not getting the hints. You're not, you're just not getting it. Okay. Then, okay, you know, but don't just, you know. What's your deal breaker, though? Okay, bye. What would make you go out the bathroom window? Oh, um, breath smelling to. (laughs) You you would climb out a bathroom window because somebody's breath smells. I can't do it, I'm out. I can't, I can't do it. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, um, I don't know, maybe it just. 
if they were rude to the waiter or waitress, yeah, I think, yeah, I, think I would absolutely disappear from that place. I'd be like, I do not wish to even be associated yeah. here. Um, I am not going to do this anymore. And okay, I'm going so, to go. Yeah, yeah, but if it's they're totally like mean to the waiter or waitress, they could not, get violent. And that, like, I want to avoid yeah, violence. I mean, maybe not out the bathroom window. But, like, all right, if somebody is at, for instance, like if I'm on a, if I were on a date with mm-hmm. another dude that wasn't you, and that guy is sitting there, like, being really misogynistic or talking down about women or saying how, you know, just something like that. I would most definitely um, want to leave, and I would end the date right then and there, and be like, "This isn't working. I've got to go." Mm-hmm. So that's you know that would be a major deal breaker. But I like I know you guys, so you can you can lie to our listening audience, but you can't lie to me. I know you have some dumb deal breakers that have caused you to break up with somebody in the past. For completely oh. stupid reasons. Oh, I can't remember what they are, but if you were to remind right, me, I can't one think of one either. <laughs> I mean, I can definitely think of. I can think of a friendship one where I ghosted this guy. Okay, what was that one? Yeah. So we met. He was a really cool guy, like, when we first met. And then, like, the first conversation that we had was about him being a nudist in his house and that he wants to invite me over to also be a nudist in his house. And I was like, you don't know me well enough to actually ask me about being a nudist. So what if you had known him for, like, a longer time and he wanted you to be a nudist in his house? Would you have... That would have been different. Like, I probably still wouldn't have been a nudist in his house, but... But it wouldn't have ended oh, the friendship. It right, did, it right. It was the timing. Your timing is everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a big deal. Yeah. Well, some people, I guess... When to be nude, when not to be nude. When not to ask your friends to be nude with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and definitely new friends. Like, don't ask your, your brand new friends to get nude with... I mean, but also, unless... don't ask, like, your old friends either. Like, pick your friends that, like, you've only known for a little bit. I'll be honest, I don't have any friends who are nudists. That is a mis- like a hole in my friend group that I have not filled. As far <laughs> as you're aware, that's a, you know. As far I mean, as you know. we have said things to make them feel like they couldn't safely come out. No, I would re- if if any of my friends or our listeners happened to be nudists, we'd love to have you on the show so we can talk about it. But also, if you've been broken up with while you're naked, if you've broken up with somebody while they're naked, we want to hear about that too. Or you you ever go to our slap while naked. Yeah, go. Oh, we yeah, you've been slapped while naked. That's a story for another day. Um, that was a that was our first breakup, our worst breakup ever. But we'll save that for another episode. Um, but yeah, go to our website, fill in our submission form. It's uh, thebestbreakupever.com, and then you can come on our show and talk all about your breakups, nude or not. And um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a p- pajamist. You're a pajamist. Yeah. yeah. Just in your pajamas. I would actually... Okay, here's a deal breaker for me. I would not be able to date somebody who hated my pajamas. Like, I live in my PJs. I love them. I wear them all the time. I get home from work and I slip into the PJs. So, if somebody was anti-pajamas, I would have a problem with that. Give me a dumb deal breaker. You hate when somebody won't throw baby carrots at a curtain. Like, a blinds with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that frustrates like me. Like, he, he was, like, dating a girl, and then she didn't want to throw baby carrots at the blinds, and then she was, like, broken up with the following week. So. Oh, who was that? Yeah. Well, no, we're not going to name any names. He's but. not shallow or anything. What does it rhyme with? We can't... No, we'll talk <laughs> What does it rhyme with? <laughs> like, what if her name was, like, Delilah or something? I'm like, Falilah. Oh, we just both went with Falilah. Okay. We <laughs> Okay. But, yes, and 
I, your deal breakers, I don't know. I feel like you have pretty solid reasons for breaking up with everybody you've ever dated, Ryan, because it led you to me, so none of those would have been weird. I, <laughs> I'd like to talk about the carrot and the blinds. Oh. We'll wait. post a photo. Yeah. We'll send, we'll post a video. Visit our social media. Take a look. You'll see a video. Um, but yeah, I would say those, probably my weirdest, my really my weirdest deal breaker ever. Um, I have a weird thing against Maxim Magazine. I, I know, it's strange. So, yeah, like, in my, probably like 20 years ago, Maxim published some article about convincing your girlfriend to have a threesome. And it bugged me, the misogynistic advice that they gave in the article to convince your girlfriend to have a threesome. I'm not anti-threesome either. Like, if you want to have a threesome, do it. Just don't try to, like, forcefully convince your girlfriend to have one. And I've got threesome rules. Sorry. Threesome rules. I will have, that's an episode too. We're going to talk about that. Lots of people have some breakups after a threesome, maybe during a threesome. If you've had a breakup during a threesome, fill out our submission form. We really want to know if you continued. Yeah. Like, like did the threesome become a twosome or did you become handsome at the end of it? <laughs> handsome. <laughs> Yep, go to our website, thebestbreakupever.com. And on that note, I think we're going to end the show today. That's yeah, our, that's we're our making time. a handsome joke. Yeah, I think, I think that's that's our time. That is our time. But thank you all for listening in today. We hope you'll join us in another two weeks for our next episode. We're breaking up. This Good night. Is-